optimal minimal. At this altitude, I can run flat out for a half mile before my hands start shaking. Can I ask you a personal question? Now what is it in a broken time? What if I did the opposite? I'm a cybernetic organism, living tissue over a metal endoskeleton. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I get asked all the time what I would take if I could only take one supplement. The answer is invariably Athletic Greens. I view it as all-in-one nutritional insurance. I recommended it, in fact, in the four-hour body. This is more than 10 years ago, and I did not get paid to do so. With approximately 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, you'd be very hard-pressed to find a more nutrient-dense and comprehensive formula on the market. It has multivitamins, multimineral greens complex, probiotics and prebiotics for gut health, an immunity formula, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, and much more. I usually take it once or twice a day just to make sure I've covered my bases if I miss anything I'm not aware of. Of course, I focus on nutrient-dense meals to begin with. That's the basis. But Athletic Greens makes it easy to get a lot of nutrition when whole foods aren't readily available. From travel packets, I always have them in my bag when I'm zipping around. Right now, Athletic Greens is giving my audience a special offer on top of their all-in-one formula, which is a free vitamin D supplement and five free travel packs with your first subscription purchase. Many of us are deficient in vitamin D. I found that true for myself, which is usually produced in our bodies from sun exposure. So adding a vitamin D supplement to your daily routine is a great option for additional immune support. Support your immunity, gut health, and energy by visiting athleticgreens.com slash TFS. You'll receive up to a year's supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your subscription. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash TFS, as in Tim Ferriss show. athleticgreens.com slash TFS. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And check it out. Hello, boys and girls. This is Tim Ferriss, and welcome to another episode of The Tim Ferriss Show, where it is my job to typically interview world-class performers from all different domains, whether that be sports, military, business, chess, or otherwise, to tease out routines, habits, etc., that you can apply and test in your own life. This episode is a joint episode with Kevin Kelly, one of my favorite people on the planet. You can say hi to him on Twitter at Kevin, the number two Kelly, or go to kk.org to see his writing. Among others, 1000 True Fans, perhaps the essay I have recommended the most in the world to the most audiences. Now, Kevin might be the real-life most interesting man in the world. He sports an Amish beard. He (laughs) built his own house. He spends many months of the year traveling all over, and I've always wanted to travel with him. We recently had the chance to head to Uzbekistan together, and I jumped at the opportunity. This episode covers some of our favorite travel tools. So who is Kevin? He is Senior Maverick at Wired Magazine, which he co-founded in 1993, He also co-founded the All Species Foundation, a nonprofit aimed at cataloging and identifying every living species on Earth. 
That's not a joke. In his spare time, he writes best-selling books, co-founded the Rosetta Project, which is building an archive of all documented human languages, and serves on the board of the Long Now Foundation. As part of the last, he's investigating how to revive and restore endangered or extinct species, including the woolly mammoth. And I guess that would not be part of the last, it would be part of the All Species Foundation. But you get the idea. He's a busy, busy dude. And his newest critically acclaimed book is The Inevitable. That is the title, subtitle, Understanding the 12 Technological Forces That Will Shape Our Future. As journalist David Pogue has said of Kevin, anyone can claim to be a prophet, a fortune teller, or a futurist, and plenty of people do. What makes Kevin Kelly different is that he's right. He has an impeccable track record. So this episode covers quite a bit of cool stuff, all very actionable. I hope you guys enjoy it. We had a blast recording it in the back of a car in the mountains, and I will let Kevin get to it. This is also being simultaneously published on his Cool Tools podcast, which you guys should check out, and you can find it at kk.org. Enjoy. Mr. Kelly. Hi, this is Kevin Kelly. I'm sitting in the back of a car crossing a mountain pass about 2,000 meters in the Atenshin Mountains in um, Uzbekistan. And Uzbekistan is a Central Asian country that's generally south of Russia, north of Afghanistan, and next to all the other stands like Kazakhstan, Turkmenistan, uh, Tajikistan. Sitting next to me as we cross the mountains is Tim Ferriss, the legendary explorer and explainer of world-class performances. And we're going to do a joint um, recording. Um, Tim's going to tell us about his favorite four cool tools, and we'll find out what he's up to lately. Tim, why don't you tell us about your first cool tool? Okay. The first cool tool, if we're sitting in the back here, we have bags around us, bottles of water, a bunch of different gadgets and objects piled in my lap. The first that I can talk about is actually in my other piece of luggage. I don't have any checked luggage, and it is a jacket that I roll up and travel with constantly. It's from a brand called Now, N-A-U. I believe it's based in Portland. And you can think of it as a blazer or a riding jacket. What, what, what makes it unique is a number of different factors. A, you can roll it up and throw it onto, say, a black t-shirt, and you look like you're ready for a business dinner or a formal or semi-formal occasion. So it saves me the trouble of packing a lot of collared shirts, for instance. And there are collared shirts that, that don't wrinkle, but they do take up more space than, say, a black t-shirt. So this now, and it could be, uh, I have uh, several different models at home, weather resistant. Of course, if it was designed in the Pacific Northwest, you would expect that, which comes in handy. Uh, so that would be my first cool tool. Uh, plenty of pockets, uh, but there are lapels, so you can get away with murder. You could wear it in uh, a light rain, or you could wear it at a nice dinner, and it, it is an incredibly flexible piece of clothing. So one of the hazards for me, anyway, if, if I try to roll up a jacket, it, I never quite get the wrinkles out. So no iron shirts. You can kind of hang in your hot shower, and it'll, it'll dissipate. How does this work in terms of unwrinkling it or do you does it just magically uh, unwrinkle so this particular jacket has a number of features i think that disguise wrinkles and th there's also just the material science aspect the the fabric blends that are used tend not to wrinkle number one number two 
it has folds and pockets and lapels that for whatever reason make any wrinkles less noticeable oh, cool. and then there's the color so if you want to avoid problems with wrinkles generally at least in my experience you want darker clothing so that under light you're not casting you're not having shadows cast right. across or beneath the wrinkles so this is a charcoal color jacket it's kind of like your typical suit jacket length or is it uh, more like a outdoor jacket at the waist i would say typical dinner jacket length okay. Uh, so it's not getting cut off, doesn't show off any midriff. For those of you who are looking for that, <laughs> you're, out, belt. you're out of luck. Yeah, uh, so you'd be able to see your belt if it were unbuttoned in the front. Right, okay. So that's, and it's very lightweight, and about, tell the readers about how big it compresses into. If you were to roll it up well, and if you want to know how to roll up a jacket like that well, you could actually go online and look at how, say, a judo uniform is folded. And uh, if, if you roll it up well, you are looking at, let's just say, the, the bottom three quarters, meaning it'll cover the very bottom uh, fabric of a standard-sized school backpack. So we're not talking about a hiker's backpack. Uh, so if, if I had to estimate, I would say we're looking at I get it down to about a roll that is 10 inches in length and about uh, three to four inches in okay. diameter. Well, that's very impressive. I carry a lightweight down jacket that compresses into something very small, but it is certainly not as fancy or, or you know suitable for a dinner jacket like yours is. And I mean, a couple other tips for folks, and by, I'm by no means a, uh, a hyper-minimalist, say, Appalachian Trail hiker or anything like that, but I also have, for instance, a synthetic, because I don't want to lose the uh, insulating ability if it, if it gets wet, I have a, a synthetic down vest that is also stuffed into this backpack, which I can put on top of that sort of... Uh, fancy looking jacket in the case that I need more warmth. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. That's a brilliant hack. So, um, again, that's called the Now jacket? N-A-U, Now. Now, okay. And approximately, what's it, what's it cost? Just give me a, uh, a range. That's a really good question. I bought it a long time ago. It's not, uh, it's not cheap, but then again, if you're comparing it to any type of dinner jacket or outdoor jacket, it's not horribly expensive. I'd say it's in the 150 to 350 range, if I had okay. to guess. Okay, good. Um, that's fantastic. So what else do you have in your backpack, which is stuffed here in the back of our car right now? <laughs> my, in my bag of tricks. I have a, a Logitech Bluetooth keyboard. And uh, just to put this in perspective, it is about, the, it's slightly larger than, say, a paperback book, like a five by eight inch trim paperback book. It is narrow enough that I will very often stick it into a journal to protect it, uh, meaning it's it's probably the, the width of eight to ten paperback pages, uh, and it holds a charge very, very well. So I use this oftentimes uh, if I have any issue with my laptop, I can pair it to my iPhone, which is a larger sized iPhone, 
and balance the iPhone uh, or lean it against a, a glass of iced tea and I can get any type of writing done that I need to get done. Also, if I feel like taking a, a day trip but not taking this backpack, which is one of my main pieces of luggage and stuffed full of stuff, it's kind of heavy, uh, I can take the... I can take the keyboard and my iPhone and head off to some coffee shop, say 10, 15 minutes away without carrying all of my gear with me. So I'm going to try to describe this a little bit further. It's very, very thin and very lightweight. It feels like it's made out of aluminum and um, has kind of a matte texture, matte uh, finish on it. It feels very velvety um, and it's uh, mostly charcoal color with white letters and so this would serve as a keyboard with a phone um, and, it, and the keyboard itself is pretty large in terms of your finger spacing so there'd be no cramping that is really cool yeah it's a great device I've had this now for I would say two years and uh, I've never had a technical fail. Uh -huh. So as a form of backup, I, I find it to be very cheap insurance because as you can see in person, this is lightweight enough that uh, I'm not gonna get scoliosis for having this as additional piece of gear. I just stick, right. it, stick it into a large format journal or even a magazine and I can travel with it. Yeah, that's really cool. And so it pairs up like through Bluetooth, I imagine, right? That's right. Right, so you can pair it up to uh, an iPad if you wanted to, as well as a phone if you happen to be carrying it. Uh, definitely. Yeah. So um, what's that called again? This is a Logitech Bluetooth keyboard. Okay. And uh, we'll put the exact yeah. model in the show notes okay. for everybody. And uh, next up we have... Uh, these these all kind of travel together. I I very rarely take these out of my backpack. In this case, uh, this is Max earplugs silicone earplugs, which, uh, unlike foam earplugs, are not inserted into the ear canal and then left to expand. These are effectively smeared over the ear opening, and you have in all caps, do not insert, just cover ear opening. Uh, these I found through swimmers, in fact, uh, and they are very waxy uh, and almost look like candies, some type of caramel, but they're white colored. And I find them to block sound much more effectively than any type of foam earplug, although there are some good ones on the market, to be sure. Do you use them just once, or can they be reused or recycled, or they last a little bit, then you have to they get grungy, or what, what, what's their use? I definitely reuse these. I would say, if I had to guesstimate, I would say four to five nights, and then they, so they start to lose their adherence mm -hmm. because they get, uh, they get less tacky over time. The most important feature or benefit that I don't want to overlook is that as someone who tends to rotate from back to side, so I sleep on my back and on my side, foam earplugs will very often hurt. They'll get pushed into your ear when you roll onto your side. That is not the case with these. Uh, so, uh, so for, for side sleepers, this, these are a real, a real cool tool because it allows you to sleep on your side while you have these earplugs in. Definitely. And even as someone who kind of tosses and turns, in my case, I don't tend to wake up on my side, but I'm constantly going onto my side and foam earplugs often will wake me up. Okay, cool. And is this mostly just used for sleeping or can you use these or do you use these for other sorts of sound abatement? These, these earplugs, uh, 
live in each of my bags that I tend to travel with. So I have I have redundant caches of earplugs, one in this bag, one in my other bag, and uh, sometimes I'll even have them in jackets. But mostly for sleeping. Uh, mostly for sleeping, or, definitely. Or if you're sitting on an airplane and you're trying to read and just want to drown out the sound. They then you can use them as well, for sure. Or you're swimming and you want to avoid swimmers. Swimmers, here. okay, right. Cool. Okay, so... Um, What's your fourth uh, cool tool? My fourth cool tool, and I might, I might, might go over slightly here, but yeah, my, no my fourth cool tool is a neck pillow. And oh, I've, I want one of those. I've tried many different neck pillows. Yeah. Most of them are very uninspiring and even less effective for helping me sleep. Uh, this, and I'll do my best here, Cabo, I believe is the pronunciation, C-A-B-E-A-U, and it has Evolution Pillow written on the side. And you can see that it, it compresses down very nicely. It's like the size uh, of a, cantaloupe, like a small, cantaloupe? Yeah, yeah, like a small cantaloupe or a large grapefruit. And you can certainly compress it more. Uh, and the, the actual bag that it comes in allows you to wrap it up and then compress it down to a smaller size. And it is just a very nice, in essence, memory foam neck pillow that also clips in the front. And what I found is not only does it help me sleep if I'm sitting upright, but it's, it's also very, very helpful for getting to sleep when I'm laying prone, whether it's on an airplane or even in a hotel room, if, if the pillows are of dubious quality. And um, do you have to inflate this uh, with like pumping air in, blowing air into it, or is it self-expanding? It's self-expanding. Uh, so it, you could think of it almost like a sponge-like material that you can uh -huh. compress down, and then when you release it, it uh, inflates, or I should say rather expands automatically. And is it one of those horseshoe-shaped um, items, or is it just a little kind of wedge that sits behind your neck? It is a horseshoe-shaped, uh, if you imagine a horseshoe being hung around the back of your neck, uh, that is the shape it can clip in the front and the design is such that there's a ridge that supports basically the occipital area at the, okay. ba at the base of the skull. So it's very, very ergonomic in that, in that sense. It is. It's the most comfortable neck pillow that I have found. And so I am it's pretty light. It's a little bulky, but it's pretty light. Yeah. It's, it's light. And as far as neck pillows go, not very bulky at all. Yeah. Uh, but if you're going to have a neck pillow, generally speaking, in my experience at least, it's going to be inflatable and quite uncomfortable, or you're going to end up with this type of compromise. And this right. is this is the best I've found. Right. So it does. I mean, it could pretty easily disappear into a day pack. Oh, I, I think it absolutely could. And certainly, if you wanted, you could lash this to the outside of a pack. Right, right. I happen to have enough space in my bag, so right, I include right. it. But you could lash it or hang it on the outside. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think I like to, I mean, sometimes you have the privilege of flying first class and you can lay down, but other times if you're stuck in the economy, then you really need one of these things to sleep in a seat. Yeah, I do. I do at least. Yeah. And uh, the, the last thing I'll mention, and then I want to ask you about an app that you have, which is very, very different. So another app that I use a lot when I'm traveling and I use it at home as well. It's called Apnea Trainer, and I don't use it for its intended use. So <laughs> I, I have an off-label use, but Apnea Trainer is used by people who are training for free diving and want to improve their breath hold times. Uh, and there are different types of 
tempos that you can use for different types of training. So there's pranayama breathing, there is the apnea breathing, which would say be a ratio of inhale, hold, exhale, or inhale, hold, exhale, hold. So you might have something like five seconds in, 10 second, or 20 second hold, 10 second exhale. So it's a one, four, two ratio. And what I found is that I, if I only have say five to 10 minutes and I don't have time for my usual morning meditation, which I like to do, which is generally something like transcendental meditation of 20 minutes, that five to 10 minutes or five minutes, let's just say, of breathing uh, training with a voice that will count down for you is uh, very much grounding for the rest of the day. So it's kind of like a substitute to meditation because you, you're focused on your breath, but you're focused on kind of holding your breath, not just sort of breathing regularly. That's right. Yeah. And, yeah. You, and uh, I, I would say it is meditation, but it's a, it's a guided breathing meditation that has the side effect of performance enhancement, if that's what you're going for. And obviously, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on the internet. So people who are listening, especially you crazy haphazard males, <laughs> do not use this right before you go into the water and don't try to break any personal records holding your breath without very, very qualified supervision because you can die with shallow water blackouts and other issues. Uh, I use this just as a kickstart to my day. Right. So the worst, you're sitting in maybe a position or something, the worst that could happen is you'd fall over. That's right. Yeah. I'm just sitting on a hotel bed or a, or, or a hotel couch generally. Right. That's super. And that's called again, ap apnea trainer. What is the app that you have on your phone that you were showing me earlier today? Yeah, so I, I have a little tiny app on my iPhone. I think it's on uh, Android as well. It's called, I know it is, it's called MyTracks. And it, what it does is it makes a GPS log for our travel, wherever you're going. And it, the important thing is it does it without having to have cellular service somewhere because in these foreign countries, I don't normally uh, turn my cell phone service off, but it's still getting GPS signals. And just with that information, it's enough to create a GPS log of, of a journey. And the advantage to that is, one, you have a record of your journey that you can import into Google Earth just with a KLM, KML um, format. Um, but more importantly, if you have a camera that has a clock, in, as they all do these days, you can synchronize your clock to the local time and... Um, you'll have a way to timestamp um, and geotag your photographs. So the software will look at the timestamp for a particular photograph, and then it'll show you the exact coordinates where that photograph was taken. So I don't have to remember where was I when I took that photograph. I can just import that into Lightroom or something, and it's going to show me the geographical locations for every one of my photographs. And the, so I found this fascinating and it also begged the question for me, let's just say you're going on an excursion through the Grand Canyon or going on an extended trip overseas. Is there a potential uh, safety element where you that data could be then pinged back to some type of service that can monitor your last known whereabouts if you go MIA, which uh, if you are a developer of this app or know the developer, yeah. would love to know the answer or if there's something similar that's that's available. But I, I thought that was a very, yeah. very cool app. That would be really cool if you could live stream basically your location to you know permitted interested parties. 
So that you, every, and I would just have to imagine that there would be an app that did that somewhere. Yeah, you would think you'd think there must be one available somewhere. And uh, one one other cool tool that you have, which is more common here than I would have expected, but in retrospect, I shouldn't be surprised. It is very, very hot here. It can get very, very hot. And the sun is extremely powerful to the extent that we visited a solar furnace not long ago <laughs> that can be used to melt <laughs> various objects at absurdly high temperatures. 3,000 degrees centigrade. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, you have well, our guide has, our esteemed guide has an umbrella, smart move to create shade wherever he wants it. And you have an umbrella, but you made a modification to your umbrella. Yeah. So I just had an ordinary cheap, you know, Chinese black, really compact umbrella that I carry in my little camera bag all the time. And I spray painted the top of it silver so that it reflects the light and it makes it a little bit cooler on the inside because just with the black umbrella it tends to absorb that infrared and re-radiate it back down on your head um i having a silver reflective layer bounces at least you know 60 percent of that back into the sky and it's a lot cooler and um there are versions of the silver umbrella that are extremely lightweight they're not as collapsible as the ones I have, but they're made for hiking. They're, 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 I think it's called like the Silver Dome, if I'm not mistaken. And they weigh only a few ounces. Um, and people out west, if you're climbing even at the high altitudes, um, a lot of the long-distance hikers now carry an umbrella, portable shade. And, and they walk along under the shade. The shade follows them. Um, and it really makes a huge difference when you're backpacking. Uh, because you can really work up a sweat and a hat doesn't allow your head to cool off, but the umbrella does. Yes, I've had umbrella envy since I, since I landed on this trip. And Kevin, I've had yeah. so much fun. I've wanted to travel with you for ages overseas, and here we are. So yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that it came together. Yeah, and Tim, thanks for your great cool tool reviews. And where can people who never heard of Tim Ferriss find out what you're up to? And by the way, what are you up to next? <laughs> uh, up to next, well, uh, I have a new TED Talk that should be coming out shortly, very personal, and uh, talks about fighting off the, the, the dark moments, and overcoming self-doubt and so on. So it's a very personal journey through how to overcome some of those darker and even dangerous moments. And uh, so I will... Just search Tim Ferriss at TEDx or TED. Yeah, if like... people search Tim Ferriss... TED Talk, okay. they will be able to find at least one, sure. potentially two, if including the new one. And I'll be uh, giving away uh, several hundred pages of my favorite stoic writing, along with modern essays that I've added in, and new artwork, and original commissioned illustrations and calligraphy, all sorts of fun stuff. I'll be giving all that away for free in three volumes called The, the Tao of Seneca. So people can just search The Tao of Seneca free book. They should be able to also find it on Amazon. Uh, and that should be available, I would say, in early to mid-June. And that's going to be orderable on Amazon and on your website? It should be available on Amazon, should be available via PDF. I'm just going to unleash it into the wild. And uh, they can certainly go to tim.blog to find everything related to the projects that I want to, as well as the, those ebooks and PDFs and everything else. Tim.blog? 
Tim.blog. Oh, blog. <laughs> okay, Tim.blog. Yeah, Tim.blog. It's a lot easier to spell than, okay. than previous URLs. And Kevin, for people who don't know how to find you and want to learn more, yeah. where, they, where can they find you? Um, I'm kk.org, kk.org, O-R-G. Did you say kk.pork? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the air pressure. Our ears are not working after yeah. this descent. <laughs> and uh, anything that you're working on that you'd like people to check out? Well, I have the paperback version of my book, The Inevitable, which is being launched in June. So it's pre-order for 12 bucks. It's cheaper than printing it out yourself. So um, go there at Amazon, and um, in June I'll be talking a little bit more about the uh, the updated version, which is not updated. So I haven't changed my mind about the, anything in the last uh, 12 months about the coming 20 years. So I stand by everything I said. Now it's in paperback. <laughs> well, thank you, Kevin. Yeah, and, and thank we you, have Tim. Many adventures great. ahead. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> Um, so you have another um, cool tool to talk about. In fact, it's kind of like just about in my mouth. It's up against my face. <laughs> Tell me, what is this thing? So I get that response a lot. Uh, so this is the, the Yellowtech IXM microphone. And I travel with this almost always. It is, let's see, what would you compare this to? Uh, I would say if, if, if you took six D batteries and laid them end to end, Perhaps like old-fashioned flashlight. Yeah, or an old flat, old-fashioned flashlight. This is a microphone that uh, can capture just a tremendous quality of audio. It, it it automatically equalizes, and it has playback buttons on the side. It all records to an SD card that's inserted in the bottom, and it's battery-powered, uh, so that you can take it on the road. Everything is in, is contained in this and housed in this one unit that then goes in a tiny zip-up bag. Uh, so this just lives really inside my backpack. So if I don't have a chance or don't uh, to bring more gear or don't want to bring more gear, I can use this at any time, anywhere, and right. shazam. So you, so you might record uh, uh, an introduction to one of your podcasts from the back of a car going over the mountain pass in Uzbekistan, right? And so you, you, you'd be able to just pull it out and record it, and it would have as good a quality as any real digital studio might? Uh, it very often does. I've recorded podcast intros in airplane bathrooms before, which is certainly not ideal. Uh, but you can really get away with murder with yeah. this device. And it makes up for a lot of environmental factors that could otherwise uh, really screw things up. And also, if you're on the move and you happen to, say, bump into someone who is fascinating in my case and I say you know would you would you mind if I ask you just a few questions and they're up for it you can really on the drop of a dime capture these moments that would otherwise be lost right and so just to emphasize this is a microphone that has a built-in recording device into the handle of it so it's all in one it's more than a microphone it's a recording device a digital recording device built into a microphone that's right. And then when I'm done recording, I would pop out this SD card. I would, I would slap it into a laptop when I have access to one and drop the file then into a Dropbox folder, which would sync at the first opportunity uh, that to connect to Wi-Fi. And then that is available to my team. So I could send a link to that Dropbox through Slack to my team and 
off to the races. They have the interview files, they have the intro files, whatever it might be, and then it can all be polished for publication. So it's in some kind of a ways, except for the ambient sound, it's a portable recording studio. Oh, it absolutely is a portable recording studio, and I think that some of my best audio that has appeared, say, on the podcast has come from this mic, and people find it hard to believe because they'll ask which studio I use in San Francisco, and I'll say, my bedroom and a handheld <laughs> mic, that's my studio. That's really great. It's a really cool tool. Again, can you give me kind of a range of the price just so we have some idea? We'll have show notes about the actual particular model, but just... Just give it a little bit of a range. Yeah, if I had to guess on this, it's been uh, a long time since I looked at the pricing, but I would say it's somewhere between 400 and $700. It's not cheap. Uh, but when I consider the alternatives, uh, let's just say the, uh, the H6 Zoom, which is the general recorder that I use with the XLR cables and the stage mics and everything else involved, you're getting into a similar price range or above. This just offers a lot more convenience in terms of its form factor. And I have to, to tell you, Tim travels light. He's, he's, he's a, not an ultra-light traveler, but a very lightweight traveler with very minimal bags. And this is one of the things that you pack. So it's very impressive that it's light enough, small enough, that even when you're not packing much else, you can fit this into it, even if you are a very weight-conscious traveler. Definitely. And I mean, there are other alternatives. Uh, I mean, I had enough space to pack also a Rode IXY microphone, which is intended to be connected via lightning port to, say, an iPhone. Uh, so I am testing different alternatives to compare sound quality. But thus far, the Yellowtech IXM has not let me down. So I'll, I'll continue using it until I find a superior solution. Definitely a cool tool. Thanks. Hey guys, this is Tim again. Just a few more things before you take off. Number one, this is Five Bullet Friday. Do you want to get a short email from me? Would you enjoy getting a short email from me every Friday that provides a little morsel of fun before the weekend? And Five Bullet Friday is a very short email where I share the coolest things I've found or that I've been pondering over the week. That could include favorite new albums that I've discovered, it could include gizmos and gadgets and all sorts of weird shit that I've somehow dug up in the, uh, the world of the esoteric as I do. It could include favorite articles that I've read and that I've shared with my close friends, for instance. And it's very short. It's just a little tiny bite of goodness before you head off for the weekend. So if you want to receive that, check it out. Just go to fourhourworkweek.com. That's fourhourworkweek.com all spelled out and just drop in your email and you will get the very next one. And if you sign up, I hope you enjoy it. This episode is brought to you by Trunk Club. There are two types of men out there. You know who you are. Guys who love shopping for clothes but are short on time, category A. And those of you who hate it, category B. I am in the latter category. My fashion sense is also probably somewhere between homeless and confused with a dash of lazy added in. Either way, you can take heart. And I've used Trunk Club now and have found some of my favorite pieces of clothing that make me look a lot better than I would be able to handle on my own. And there are many reasons for that. But you can get clothing that fits perfectly and looks amazing without ever stepping into a store again, thanks to Trunk Club and they make it very, very easy. And the clothing is handpicked by a personal stylist, your own personal stylist. All you have to do is go to trunkclub.com forward slash Tim, 
type in your measurements, share your likes and dislikes. They'll pick your clothes from more than 80 top brands and ship them right to your door. You keep what you like, you send back what you don't. If you don't like any of it, send it all back. Doesn't matter. And Trunk Club is not a subscription service. This is what appealed to me among many other things. I didn't want to constantly be getting dinged by things or have to deal with the headache of constantly getting boxes. It's not a subscription service. Shipping is always free and you have five days to try on the clothes. So, a uh, couple points here. Number one, get started today. Go to trunkclub.com forward slash Tim, try it out. You get premium clothes, expert advice, no work, no risk. That is a winning combo, and I have found some of my favorite espadrilles, shoes from them, bright green. Uh, I do like the color green, and they actually work. I've had so many compliments on these shoes, and more people ask me where I got them than any other pair of shoes I've ever had. And uh, more shirts, I kept ended up keeping about, I would say, three quarters of my box, which I did not expect to do. So go to trunkclub.com forward slash Tim and check it out. This episode is brought to you by WordPress, my go-to platform for blogging, writing online, creating websites, everything. I love WordPress to bits. Uh, my site, every site just about that I have is run on WordPress and the lead developer of WordPress, Matt Mullenweg, has appeared on this podcast many times. The very first episode in particular is amazing. The second I took a ton of notes on, so you should check it out. But WordPress, where do I even begin? I mean, The New Yorker uses it, Jay-Z, Beyonce, they use it, 538, TechCrunch, TED, CNN, Time. Whether you are looking to create a personal blog, a business site, both, neither, something else, you'll make a huge impact when you build your website on WordPress.com. And directly from some friends at Google, I'm not going to quote them by name, but they say that WordPress offers the best out-of-the-box SEO, that's search engine optimization imaginable. So if you're on WordPress, you immediately have a leg up on everybody else on search engines and so forth. In my experience, I'm no medical doctor of search engine optimization, but I, I will say that I used WordPress for years and fell in love with it to the extent that I became very close friends with Matt and then uh, became an investor uh, slash advisor to Automatic, which runs WordPress.com. That is how much I believe in this, and that's how a lot of my most successful products and investments have come about, because I'm in love with X, and then I seek out X. Nearly 30% of the internet is run on WordPress, and that includes everything from the huge sites that I mentioned to neighborhood sites, and it is super easy to get started. There's no need to worry about security or upgrades or hosting. They offer 24-7 support and handle all of that, which allows you to focus on creating the highest quality content that you can with the least amount of friction. I don't want to have to worry about downtime. I don't want to have to worry about getting emergency emails if I'm on vacation or something like that. And WordPress is my go-to solution for all of this. I trust all of my most important text on the internet to WordPress. And they can't buy that with a sponsorship. They can't buy that with anything. I want uptime, 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 and quality. And that is what I have selected after everything that I've looked at. So check it out. Go to WordPress. That's W-O-R-D-P-R-E-S-S dot com. WordPress.com forward slash Tim to receive 15% off of your website today. That's WordPress.com forward slash Tim. <laughs> 